Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Agent to Agent. I'm your host, Tim Brooks. And if you're new to the podcast, you're in for a treat today. We're all about building a $2 million gross commission team from scratch. And we don't just talk the talk. We're living this journey in real time with you. So buckle up because today is all about a word that's near and dear to my heart, scale. We're going to break down how to build a real estate business with scaling in mind right from day one. I've spent the last 13 years learning from the most brilliant top producing agents in the country. I became one of them in my previous market, and now I've closed shop and moved to a new market, Miami, Florida. I've taken the plunge into building a $2 million gross commission a year real estate team from scratch, starting out as a new agent in a new town. The question is, how will I do it without relying on money saved or debt completely from scratch? This podcast is here to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I learn and apply and share real estate agent techniques and strategies using only today's best real estate sales and marketing techniques. My name is Tim Brooks and welcome to Agent to Agent. Now, let's kick things off with a story to set the scene. I want to tell you about Dave. Good old Dave is a hardworking real estate agent, and he's a guy who's handling everything from A to Z in his business. He's the marketer, the salesperson, the customer service rep, and hell, he's even the guy who puts up his own yard signs. So uh, Dave is a one-man band, and while that might sound cool in theory, it's actually the death knell for his business. He's grinding day and night, clocking in those 80-hour weeks like they're going out of style. And yet, he's lucky if he closes 10 deals a year. So uh, Dave's built himself not a business, but a job, a job that he can never step away from because he's doing it all. He's living in what I like to call the cycle of doom. Sound familiar? Well, maybe not for brand new agents, but probably so for agents that have been around for a while. Now, contrast that with my own journey before uh, planting my feet in the sandy beaches of Miami, I founded the Ultimate Selling Team back in Maryland. And now, why was the Ultimate Selling Team? Well, ultimate, one word, systems. We weren't just flying by the seat of our pants. We were meticulously organized. Our operations were so streamlined that they could be put into a manual. And in fact, that is what we did was create a manual of all of our systems. So anybody, I could step out and anyone could come in, pick it up and know exactly how things are supposed to operate. And maybe I'll share some of that with you. And that's exactly what we did. So we had systems for lead generation, systems systems for client management, systems for transaction coordination, and even systems for celebrating our wins. Those of you that used to be on the ultimate selling team up there remember ringing that bell every time we would set an appointment or score a deal. So the result, a whopping 800 transactions closed, totaling over 350 million in sales volume. Now I tell you that not to brag, 
although it's a feat I'm certainly proud of, but to emphasize the stark contrast between Dave's approach and a scalable business model. And the reason I'm bringing it up now is because I now have to put that same approach, even though I'm here by myself, one man band, just like Dave, I'm already, let's say it's week one still, I'm starting week one with scaling in mind. And because we're we're so new into this journey, I want you to understand my thinking when I'm making certain decisions or certain moves so early in the journey is because it's that scale in mind. And I want you to also start thinking about that and thinking about scale as you're putting together your own real estate business. So why am I telling you all of this? Because I've just uprooted myself, moved to Miami, and I'm building a brand new team from scratch. You heard that right. New city, new team, new challenges. But guess what's not new? The approach. I'm applying the very same principles that made the ultimate selling team a resounding success. And I'm not just doing this in a vacuum. I'm sharing every bit of this journey with you on this very podcast. So whether you're a Dave who's stuck in the cycle of doom or a go-getter looking to build your empire, this episode is for you because today we're talking about building with scale right from day one. So grab a notebook, a cup of coffee, or whatever fuels your fire because we're just getting started. All right. Let's dive right into the concept of the E-Myth, shall we? So what is the E-Myth we're talking about? This is a groundbreaking book by Michael Gerber, and it's been the cornerstone for entrepreneurs for decades. It dissects the reasons why so many businesses fail and serves up some solid advice on how you can dodge that bullet by working on your business and not just in it. Sound complicated? Trust me, it's not just eye-opening, it is a game-changer. The E-Myth breaks down businesses into three distinct roles. You've got the entrepreneur, the dreamer, the visionary. This is the role that dreams big and imagines a future where your real estate business is booming, where you're closing mega deals and your brand is a household name. Then you've got the manager, your inner bureaucrat. The manager loves order, he wants or she, I should say, wants processes, systems, a flowchart for everything. Uh, he's the one urging you to schedule, plan, and get your act together so you're not scrambling at the last minute. The manager craves predictability. And guess what? That's super essential when you're trying to scale. The third role is the technician. This is the doer, the worker bee in you that gets things done, making calls, showing homes, closing deals. You might think you need to be a brilliant technician to be successful in real estate, but here's the kicker. Being just a technician is a one-way ticket to burnoutsville, population you. Now, let's tie this back to Dave from the first segment. The epitome of a one-man band in real estate, Dave is essentially stuck in the technician role. He's making calls, doing listings, running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Does he have dreams? Eh, sure, but they're buried under the weight of today's to-dos. Does he have systems? Mm, maybe, kind of. He's winging it every single day, and the result? He's trapped, and his business isn't scalable. He's caught in what I call the Dave cycle. 
this cycle, this hamster wheel is what you want to avoid at all costs. And I've been there, believe me. And when I founded the Ultimate Selling Team, I knew I needed to break that cycle. And that's where the e-myth came in. By understanding these three roles and how they interplay, I was able to put systems in place, systems that allowed me to go from solopreneur to a leader with a team closing over 800 transactions at more than $350 million in sales volume. And that's just in one chapter of my journey. So why am I sharing all this? Because if you're going to join me on this wild ride to a $2 million GCI real estate team, I want you fully armed and prepared. The principles in the e-myth can help you avoid the pitfalls that trap so many agents into mediocrity. It's not just about being a hard worker. It's about being a smart worker. It's about understanding the value of systems, processes, and strategic thinking. It's about scaling efficiently and effectively, and most importantly, sustainably. Okay. I know that was a lot to absorb, but seriously, if you're going to take one thing away from today's episode, let it be this. You need to be more than a great salesperson to succeed in this industry. You need to be a great business person. And the e-myth, my friends, will help you get there. All right, so let's get into the nitty gritty. How do you actually apply the e-myth principles when you're starting from square one? You know, when you're parachuting into a brand new market like I did here in Miami, or if you're a new agent, you're parachuting into your own market, even if you've lived there forever. So here's the reality check. You're not going to have a full-fledged team on day one. Nope. You'll all be wearing all three hats, the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. But listen, that's not a bad thing. It's a golden opportunity to set the foundation of your business right. Start by envisioning the kind of real estate business you want to build. As the entrepreneur, dream big. Do you want to be the go-to name for luxury homes? Or maybe you're eyeing the booming middle-class market, which is what I'm targeting right now. Whatever it is, envision that in technicolor. This is your guiding star, the why that will keep you going even when things get tough. Now let's switch hats. Put on your manager hat and start setting up systems. I know, I know what you're thinking. Tim, I don't have any leads or listings yet, so what am I managing? Well, trust me, you're managing the future. Set up your CRM, create a daily routine, design your marketing funnel, do all the groundwork, because once the leads start coming in, you will not have time to figure all of this out. I learned this the hard way when building the ultimate selling team back in Maryland. Systems came in clutch and allowed us to scale effortlessly. Time to wear the technician hat. Yep, this is where you get your hands dirty. You make the calls, you send the emails, you meet the clients, but remember, you're not just a technician. You're a technician with a plan, a plan laid down by the entrepreneur and organized by the manager. This synergy is where the magic happens. You see, what separates the ultimate selling teams of the world from the Daves is the early implementation of these e-myth principles. If I'd been a Dave, I'd probably have struggled in every new market I entered. But by following the e-myth roadmap, I could create replicable success. And that's exactly what I'm doing here in Miami. But let me emphasize, building systems early doesn't mean they're set in stone. 
No, your system should be living, breathing things that adapt as you grow. When you start hiring, for example, these initial systems make onboarding a breeze. They allow you to delegate tasks without losing control. They enable you to step back, reassess, and shift gears when necessary. So as you're building your brand new real estate empire, remember the E-Myth. This book's not only about theoretical business concepts, it's a practical handbook for any entrepreneur who wants to build a business that's not just successful, but scalable. This is the roadmap I've followed to close $350 million in sales. And it's a roadmap that can guide you to your own $2 million gross commission a year. Stick around because in the next segment, we're going to tie all of this into the world of real estate even more tightly. We're going to talk about org charts, another massive tool for scaling straight out of the book, Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. You don't want to miss that. If you've been sticking with me so far, you know we've been talking about the E-Myth and how to implement it in your real estate business. Now let's up the ante and bring in a concept straight from Gary Keller's Millionaire Real Estate Agent. We're talking about org charts. Now I bet some of you just rolled your eyes. Org charts, really? Well, trust me and hear me out. When you first see an org chart, you might think, I'm a solo operator right now. What do I need an organizational chart for? Well, let me tell you, this chart is like a crystal ball for your business. Now, the coolest part, in the beginning, every position on the chart says you. Yep, you're the CEO, you're the lead buyer specialist, the lead listing specialist, you're the ISA, you're the executive assistant, you're the transaction coordinator, and you're the janitor all rolled into one. But don't let that discourage you, let it empower you. So here's the genius of marrying the EMIT principles with this org chart concept. You remember the three hats, right? The entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. Well, guess what? Each role on your org chart corresponds to one of those hats. And when you're a one-person show, you've got to switch hats faster than a Broadway actor during a costume change. But the goal is to take off some of those hats and place them on the heads of specialized team members in the future. Now, let's get real here. Nobody wants to be the bottleneck in their own business, right? So when I was developing the ultimate selling team, I was deeply involved in every aspect, just like you will be in the beginning. But as we grew, I knew I couldn't be the master of all trades. And that's when my org chart came in handy. It was my roadmap for hiring, my guide for delegation, and my playbook for team dynamics. And it's going to be the same now that I'm in Miami building a new team from scratch. I have my org chart sketched out and I'm filling in names next to roles as I find the right people. By doing so, I'm creating a business that can operate without me micromanaging every detail. And remember, the idea isn't just to create a job for yourself. It's to build a scalable business. And here in Miami, I have to build this business fast. So it has to be able to scale quickly. And later on, I'll share with you what the first position I've actually begun the hiring process, even though I've just started, I've already started to figure out where I'm going to delegate the very first tasks to that are the most important to me scaling quickly. Uh, in my early days, I used the org chart as a vision board. Every time I looked at it, I saw not just what my business was, but what it could become. And that's one of the most exciting things about it. And uh, it will actually make it seem real to you instead of just some pie in the sky. 
And when I moved down to Miami, I didn't just bring my sunblock. I brought that vision with me because as the e-myth points out, a well-structured business is a business set up for scalability. So grab a piece of paper, sketch out your org chart and see where you fit in it. Are you spending too much time in roles that don't line with your bigger vision? Sometimes they call that spending time in your 80%. We'll cover that a little bit later, but the Pareto principle, 20% of your activities will usually get 80% of your results. And a lot of times you have to be careful that you're not spending all of your time in that 80%. It's only going to produce 20% of your results. So if so, it's time to reassess and refocus and refocus in on that org chart. Now, this isn't just an exercise. It's a critical business strategy. And trust me, it works. In this next segment, we're going to wrap all of this up and talk about the actionable steps that you can take today to set yourself up for scalability and success. Even if you start, you're just starting as a brand new agent, or maybe you've been doing this for several years and haven't quite been able to remove yourself from the businessy portion where you're still a one-man band like Dave. Now for the final segment of this episode, if you've made it this far, first off, thank you. You're the reason that I do this and your commitment to leveling up your real estate game does not go unnoticed. So let's end today's episode on a high note, shall we? Let's talk about action steps. Look, Knowledge is great, but it's useless if it stays trapped in your head. You've got to apply what you've learned. I told you about Dave, who's working 80-hour weeks and struggling to close 10 deals a year. I've also given you a glimpse of what the Ultimate Selling Team achieved in my old market with systems and scalability in mind. Now, how do you go from being a Dave to building your own Ultimate Selling Team? Step one, read or listen to the E-Myth and Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller, if you haven't already done so. No excuses. Even if you're swamped, audiobooks are your friend. Listen while driving or going to showings or waiting for a client. I even listen to audiobooks sometimes when I go to sleep and I'll let them play while I'm sleeping. I'm maybe hoping for osmosis that it'll just enter my body while I'm sleeping. Anyway, make sure you get those two books to listen to. Those were two of the earliest books I listened to that got my real estate career started on a correct path because I didn't know any different because of how early I had listened to those. Step two, draft that org chart. Remember, every role has you in the box starting out. So write it down and stick it on the wall. This is your roadmap, your business future laid out in boxes and arrows. And no, you don't need fancy software. A napkin sketch will do just fine. In uh, the near future, I may post my own org chart for you to take a look at if there's any desire for it. Leave a note in the comment if you want me to include my org charts or maybe my manual for the team, things like that. Uh, also, uh, that takes us to step three, audit your time. Keep track of what you're doing during the workday. Are you spending time on tasks that don't serve your greater goals? Are you the bottleneck in your business? Uh, pay attention also to what you are the bottleneck on and make a note of that because that's going to be one of those things that you're going to want to maybe uh, hire a virtual assistant, or it may be one of the first things anyway that you're going to source out to another team member in the near future. 
So it's time to redistribute those tasks and maybe even consider your first hire as you start doing some business. Step four, apply the EMIS principles of the entrepreneur, manager, and technician to your org chart. Which roles align with which aspects of your persona? As you grow, this will help you identify who to hire first and what you can delegate. And step five, start systematizing. Even if you don't have a team yet, create the systems. When I started the Ultimate Selling Team, our first system was how we managed leads. It was simple, but it was a system. When team members eventually came on board, I didn't have to train them from scratch. I just plugged them into the system. And I'm doing it all over again right here in sunny Miami from square one. But now I've got the playbook and I'm sharing it with you. All right, so let's wrap this up. Take the EMIF principles, your org chart, and make them the foundation of your real estate business from day one. It's not just about making a living. It's about building a business that can scale, that can grow beyond you. And that's how you not only survive in real estate, but thrive. So thank you so much for joining me today again on Agent to Agent. If you found value in this episode, I'm super grateful if you could hit that subscribe button or maybe leave a review. Remember, the sky isn't the limit. It's just the view. Also, leave a comment or question and let me know what your biggest issues that you are struggling with in your career. And I'm going to address them once a month on a Q&A episode. Let me know if you'd like to include your name and a shout out. And until next time, this is Tim Brooks signing off. Keep hustling, keep scaling, and let's build something amazing together. See you soon.